Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And God have mercy on our souls. Welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. He is Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together. Presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Sirius X and Channel 80. And always, always, always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. Keep weighing in. Big matchup on Sunday, 820 Eastern time on Sunday Night Football. Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Dallas Cowboys. Which quarterback do you trust more? I'm taking Dak Prescott of Dallas Cowboys. My man Harry Douglas is taking Jalen Hurts. What about you? 888-729-3776. Your call's in a couple of minutes. Which quarterback do you trust more on Sunday's game, Dak Prescott or Jalen Hurts? Calls on the Dr. Pepper call in line at 888-729-3776. Meanwhile, in New York, he's back. The he I'm talking about, Zach Wilson, once again, being the starting quarterback for the New York J-E-T-S just in the season Jets. Robert Sala, Jets head coach. Um, just talk. As far as quarterback is concerned, uh, Zach will be the starter. Trevor will be the backup. And then uh, Rip will be the uh, third emergency. Zach gives us our best chance to win, giving him another opportunity to go prove that. How did that conversation go when you told him? Uh, he was good. He's fired up. Like I said, on Monday, he came into my office. He wants the ball, uh, and he's excited about getting this opportunity to finish the season strong. So is he your starter the rest of the year, no matter what? God willing. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh, Harry, just talk, please. I need a moment. Well, uh, I'm gonna say this: like first and foremost, Zach Wilson has had ample opportunities to showcase his talents and prove that he should be the guy for the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. Well, unfortunately, all those chances that he's gotten, he failed. And we're here now. We're talking about a guy who played his first year. They hope for promise in year two. Gets benched for Mike White. Comes in this year. Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback. He doesn't think he's going to play. Can learn, be the backup, whatnot. Aaron Rodgers gets hurt in week one. Mm -hmm. Now we're back to the same cycle over and over again that we continuously have with Zach Wilson. Because the New York Jets in their front office did a bad job of not bringing in a backup quarterback that can probably hold the fort down when Aaron Rodgers is not the quarterback. You want to know why they didn't do that? Because they didn't have a plan B. And I know a lot of people say, hey, man, if you're really focused on plan A, you don't need a plan B. In what world? <laughs> In what world do, do you, should you have that mindset? Because, see, when plan A can't be executed, right. then you have to resort to plan B. And they don't have a plan B. Maybe their plan B should have been Marcus Mariota. Yeah, I kid. I said it. I kid because I don't care as far as that goes. Maybe their plan B should have been Marcus <laughs> Mariota in Philadelphia because we had a caller say that, hey, that guy can get you wins in the National Football League. That's why I said Jalen Hurts because he's injured. I kid because I don't care. This is, <laughs> this is an Aaron Rodgers decision. Let's call it as it is. I don't know if he had anything to say about it, if they solicited his opinion. But either way, if Aaron Rodgers said – Anything along the lines of, man, I want to believe in Zach Wills, but I can't when he's on the Pat McAfee show. 
mark my words, Trevor Simeon is starting on Sunday. But because Aaron Rodgers Tuesday, yesterday, on the Pat McAfee show, basically called out the organization of the Jets by saying, if you guys are leaking stuff, then shame on you. He was calling out people that leaked information to Diana Rossini, who used to work here, now senior NFL insider for The Athletic. When she was on the Michael K. show on Tuesday, she said, you know what? Not only my reports are vetted, but this is how the Jets feel about Zach Wilson. The reason why this story, I think, is so sensitive at this point, yes, there's a factor of, of what Aaron brought up, which is Zach's character. But really, not, this isn't about Zach Wilson. This is about the New York Jets. This is about what's happening in this building at this moment, the decisions they made at the quarterback position, the lack of decisions, so everyone can get mad about the reporting and the sourcing and all this stuff. This isn't any person in the media's fault. So I think for Zach Wilson, he's unfortunately just a small piece of really just a gigantic dysfunctional organization at this moment. And if Aaron Rodgers had not spoken up for Zach Wilson on Tuesday on the Pat McAfee show, and even though he didn't name names, he called out the Jets organization by name saying, these leaks cannot get out so Diana Rossini can continue to do her job as a senior NFL insider for The Athletic. This is an Aaron Rodgers decision. If he had said something else or didn't open his mouth on the Pat McAfee show in defense of Zach Wilson, mark my words, Trevor Simeon would be starting a quarterback and Zach Wilson would still be a third-string quarterback for the New York Jets. Now, that part of what Aaron Rodgers said, I agree with Because when you have a tight-knit organization, when you have a winning organization, when you have an organization that has been able to be productive – over the last decade, you mm-hmm. don't have these type of things. Mm-hmm. You don't have these type of, you know, leakage of information. You just don't, Freddie. So that part I agree with him about. Absolutely. But Keep at the same house. Exactly. But at the same time, I don't want him sitting up here diminishing Diana Rossini, who does a phenomenal job and, 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 and has done a phenomenal job even when she worked with us, even though she's not with us anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't want him discrediting, discrediting her. Right. Because of somebody else, Absolutely. lack of being faithful to their organization. Yeah, you would think, especially in this day and age, if you know a lot, say nothing. If you know more, say less. But these leaks get out all the mm-hmm. time because any insider has a relationship with somebody that says, you can go with this information and whatever blowback's going to happen, that insider says, I can deal with it. I'm good with it because I know my source is credible. Whether it's Diana Rossini, Adam Schefter, Jay Glazer, whoever. They have that reputation that people will tell them stuff about an organization. If you really want things really tightly gripped, act like the New England Patriots. Bill Belichick doesn't tell anybody a damn thing. (laughs) When you find out, that's when Belichick will tell you. He doesn't allow that to be released to the media or anything along those lines. And if something else is released to the media, then people say, I don't know. Bill Belichick doesn't say anything. How credible is that? But that's what happens. So Diana seems like, look, you can say whatever you want. I know my my stuff is credible. And Aaron Rodgers came out and called him out by name. If he hadn't done that on Tuesday, there's no way that the Jets are announcing on Wednesday that Zach Wilson is back being their starting quarterback, no matter what that long national nightmare could be. He is Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. You can say when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance, so do yourself a favor 
and visit Progressive.com. I don't know that I've ever been more impressed with Dak Prescott. What I say to myself is I really haven't done He's become one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch. You're going to go on and you're going to win your division. You're going to go on and possibly grab a number one seed. You're going to have an MVP candidacy. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. So which quarterback do you trust more before the Cowboys and Eagles play on Sunday at 8.20 Eastern time on Sunday Night Football on NBC? Is it Dak Prescott of the Dallas Cowboys or is it Jalen Hurts of the Philadelphia Eagles? My man Harry Delga says... I trust in the right Reverend Jalen Hurts, no matter what kind of injury he has going into that game with me. I'm going to trust Dakota Prescott, especially the way he's played lately, especially playing at home. They went 14 in a row. But what say you? Which side are you on? At Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. That allows you to be heard on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Tanya in Texas, the quarterback you trust more. Is it Dak in Dallas or Jalen in Philadelphia and why? Uh, first of all, two reasons. And, of course, Dak Prescott, DC4L for life, regardless. <laughs> and Jalen Hurt is not healthy, like your last caller said. He's not healthy. And on that replay y'all keep playing, he sounds tired. Y'all should stop playing it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All oh, righty, then. <laughs> he does, no, Jalen Hurts doesn't sound tired. Jalen Hurts just has that quiet storm slow news playing mm-hmm. kind of voice. But believe me. That Rico Suave voice. Completely. I guarantee you, anytime Jalen Hurts' face on TV starts opening his mouth, there are plenty of women around this country going, keep talking, keep talking, keep talking. Besides, Jalen Hurts is a cue. You put Atomic Dog, you're going to see a whole different Jalen Hurts. Yes, you will. Yes, you will, Shannon. I'll never get the first time that he was drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles, and I'm at a family gathering watching the Eagles game, and two of my aunts, all they could say was, hmm. <laughs> they, didn't say, they didn't say anything else. My dad turned around and looked at him, and he said he knew exactly what that meant. They just sat there, and nobody else would just hear, mm. that's all you heard. Jalen Hurts isn't injured. 
Jalen's just Jalen. <laughs> look, I, I, I would say this because when when you look at Jalen Hurts and you look at the Philadelphia Eagles, yeah, we also have to factor in teams are playing the Philadelphia Eagles so much differently than they did a season ago. Absolutely. When you Good have point. a AJ Brown and Devontae Smith who can carve you up on the outside if you leave those guys one on one. They're going to see a lot of too high safeties, right? When you have that too high safety, that's basically the defense telling you, we want you to run the football. We're not just going to give you those home run hitters where Jalen Hurts just throws the ball up to Devontae Smith and also A.J. Brown. So that's another difference this season that we're seeing more so that we didn't see as much of mm-hmm. last year. So we mm-hmm. also have to factor that, that into the equation. Now, I will say this, watching Hurts too, I do believe he's bailing out of the pocket entirely too early. Well, the 49ers defense will do that. Yep. <laughs> that, and, 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 I, and, I'm, and I'm wondering, why does he keep bailing out of the pocket to the left side of the formation? Because it's harder to, you know, throw the ball downfield right. trying to square your shoulders up and flip, flipping your hips versus to the right side of, well, of the Well, the 49ers formation. scouted him because anytime they forced him to leave the pocket, they made sure he went to the left side because they know how dangerous he is. If he gets outside the pocket on the right side, since he's a right-handed quarterback, a lot easier to find guys short, intermediate, or deep when it comes to Jalen Hurts. They did a really good job scheming to say, if you're going to escape, it's going to be to your non-dominant side because we've seen what, you can, what you've can, you been able to do if we allow you to escape on the other side and make plays on the right side of the field. You know why? I don't know why a lot of other teams don't do that to Josh Allen, too. It's I, hard when to. I'm watching Josh Allen, I'm like, man, yeah. y'all keep allowing him to escape the pocket to the right. Yeah, but it's hard with him. He's so athletic, Harry. He is. I mean, that's a big, he, he's a big bear with ballet feet. <laughs> when it comes to Josh Allen. I mean, he's 6'6", 250. Normally guys that run like that play defensive end in the National Football League. Not quarterback. That's how athletic and how athletically gifted that he is. And I think that's why it's a mind-boggling thing that when they see those interceptions with Josh Allen, because they see that kind of intellect. He's not a dumb quarterback. No. He's, an, he's an intellectual quarterback. No. He's a gifted athletically quarterback. And that's why some of those interceptions that he will throw because of that being gifted athletically – is mind-boggling to a lot of people. And I'm a Josh Allen fan. I love what he does. But there's some throws he makes. I'm thinking, dude, they wouldn't have made that pass in the water, boy. You shouldn't be making that pass on the NFL field. Aaron in Pennsylvania at 888-729-3776. Aaron, the quarterback you trust the most on Sunday, is it Dak in Dallas or Jalen in Philadelphia and why? Hi, guys. I love the show. Love the theme song the most. Gets me jamming. I'm um, so in Pennsylvania. I'm a diehard Bleed Green Bird Gang Eagles fan, so I'm going to give you that transparency first. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going Jalen all the way because not only is he proven by last year's standards, he's also so about his business. You would never see Jalen Hurts eating a turkey leg on the sidelines of a football <laughs> game. Like he does. Like that. that would never happen. And nobody trusts Dak. He's, he was beating a, a winning team until now the Seahawks are 6-6, six and six, so they're no longer a winning team. And 9 out of 10 Cowboys fans are going to, if they're being honest, they want Jalen over Dak. Now, I will say wow. this. When, when you look at a guy like Jalen Hurts, he is one of those players, one of those teammates that, hey, man, we bought our business. And I, I can't help but think about a time last year when Nick Sariani was yelling something across the field at the opposing team. Right. And Jalen Hurts basically nudged him like, chill, man. Yeah, like, like, what are we, we doing? What, what we doing? Yeah. It's like Jalen Hurts was the coach. Yeah. It, well, you know what? When you're the son of a coach like he is, yep. because his dad gets it in as a head coach, and a lot of that demeanor with Jalen Hurts, although I would never hold it against Jalen Hurts during a Thanksgiving Day game if he decided to partake in a turducken. 
I mean, you play a game but, but, before. But, 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 here, but here's the crazy thing, though. I I'll, I can never imagine him doing it. I, exactly right. Aaron of Pennsylvania is spot on. That yep. doesn't mean that he's more about business than that. No, 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 no. That's, uh-uh. just, that's just not just Jalen's business. That's just his demeanor. Right. Yep. It's not Jalen's demeanor. And that's what I love him for. Because of all, all the things he's gone through, having his position taken away at Alabama, having to leave to go to another school and think, why well, are you leaving Alabama to go to Oklahoma? You're not going to do anything. He became a top-four finalist for the Heisman Trophy. He gets drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles. Carson Wentz felt some sort of way that he ran himself out of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. So I'm always going to be on the side of Jalen Hurts, except two times a year when he plays the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> then I'm not going to be on his side, especially when that's his home state too. You know he would love nothing better to go into that stadium, into that state where he was born, and say, yeah, you guys wish you had me instead of Dak Prescott as quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. I'm so happy at the schedule makers for making this a Sunday night football game. I would have been good with it at 425, 820 I, on Sunday. I know, but, but it's just something about on Monday, but something about Sunday night, Sunday night, yeah. Monday nights, yeah. That, Thursday the, nights when, when everyone is watching. Well, it's, just, it's, I, it's a little different. Well, I'm glad it's not on Thursday night. Short week. This game oh, did yeah, not okay. deserve that. No, you're right about let, that. Let everybody have that fiasco tomorrow between the Pagers and the Steelers. Let people watch that. Although I'll be watching Candy Cane Lane with Eddie Murphy and Tracy Ellis Ross. Let, I will not be watching that Let the people watch that. Listen, that, that's one of those things. Hey, Harrison and Prince, daddy can give you your bath. You know, you know who people who watch that game? People who lost the bet. <laughs> Why are you watching Pager Steelers? I lost the bet. You would have had to to watch that game. <laughs> Tim and Dallas, thanks for hitting us up on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. The Dr. Pepper call in line at 888-729-3776. Tim, which quarterback do you t- trust more on Sunday? Is it Dak in Dallas or Jalen in Philadelphia and why? Well, I'm going with Dak, guys. Happy holidays. Because Happy holidays. not only is he waking up in his own bed, own time zone, the best players on the field, home field advantage. But the X factor here, guys, is that he's a girl dad, and he's got a little swag in his throw and his pump. You know, to, uh, ever since he announced having a girl and being a dad, he is really playing on top of his game. And that's the buzz in Dallas. It's got to be Dak all the way, guys. So, Tim, you bring up a wonderful point. Um I was able to become a girl dad in 2019. Mm-hmm. And that that offseason, Freddie, was my best one of my entire career. Really? Like, I, like I, 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 was, I was balling, man. Yeah. And I was at the tail end of my career. But when I knew I was becoming a dad uh-huh. and, and, and everything that in my life at that point I was doing for that little girl, right. like your demeanor, your perspective, and your mindset changes about every single thing. Like – it, it, it really does because you, you do everything for that little one because they're so helpless, right? And they're so innocent, but you want to be the best father possible. Mm-hmm. And it's just something about those little girls, man. See, when I'm, when I'm old and I'm crippled, right. you know who's going to take care of me? Daddy's little girl. Harrison. Harrison mm-hmm. Douglas. Right. She daddy girl. So I understand exactly what our last call is talking about, man, because it's a, it's a wonderful feeling. Yes, it is. There has definitely been a – sense of zen with Dak Prescott ever since he put it out there, hashtag girl dad. He, he has become Jalen Hurts. He really has. He has been able to, okay, what's the perspective and it can't be about putting pressure on myself. I'm just going to go out there and play. Yep. He's been able to find that calmness and we'll find out, believe me, this is the most important regular season game that Dak Prescott has played in a long, long time because we've seen the last six games what this has looked like with Dak Prescott. Because I warned people, oh, he's going to throw as many interceptions this year like last year. No, he's not going to do that because that's not who he is. And he hasn't. 
He hasn't thrown. He's not going to get anywhere near the interception total, which was 15 last year. He's not getting anywhere near that unless he has to throw the ball left-handed for the Dallas Cowboys. But we're going to find out on Sunday. Everything is really in your favor. You think about it. You got a team on the other side that's wounded after getting beaten by the 49ers. You got an opposing quarterback on the other side that people trust more than you, but is an injured quarterback. You've also won 14 straight home games in your building, and you've been able to be one of the top flight offenses in the last six, seven weeks. For my money, this is the most important regular season game that Dak Prescott has played in a long, long time. You lose this game on Sunday, Dak, and people say, (laughs) like we said, Mm-hmm. Can't do it in a key situation. Oh, yeah, you beat up all those ragamuffins. When you played a bunch of real bras on the team, you couldn't do it. You go out there and beat that team at home on Sunday, and a lot of those naysayers will have to get quiet about Dakota Prescott. Roy the Truck Driver is one of our favorites. Roy, who are you trusting most on Sunday? Is it Dak in Dallas or Jalen in Philadelphia and why? Oh, man. Look, number one, Freddie, there two women on that plane should be shaming themselves. Number two, find out who took Chris Candy's flip-flops because he mad and he big dude. Number three, look, number three is I'm going with, with uh, Jalen. Jalen doesn't show them more. Even when he hurt, he played better. He plays all right. Dak, you got to show me, man. I want, I want y'all to just say, Roy, you got to be quiet now. Because, see, I'm a, I'm a Cowboys fan, and I'm so sick and tired of Dak doing little silly stuff. He should have kept his toes inbounds that last game because they would have won, okay? <laughs> Come on now. Well, well, you're right about the toes inbounds, but how about your coach deciding to call on a third down pass play a slam, uh, a slant and a go slug-o. route? A slant and go, double when, move. Yeah, when Seattle did not have any more timeouts left instead of running the football. So, yeah, there was equal blame mm-hmm. how they almost mm-hmm. had. We did not pull that game out against Seattle. Keep weighing in at Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Which quarterback do you trust more when they play each other on Sunday and why? Is it Dak in Dallas or Jalen in Philadelphia? Continue to have what you have to say in the Dr. Pepper call-in line at 888-729-3776. And what does the Hunger Games trilogy have to do with this NFL team and not in a good way? That's after Harry has this word from Farm Fresh Christmas Trees. Get real and keep it real this holiday season by buying real Christmas trees. Did you know that buying real Christmas trees helps save the American Christmas tree farming industry? For every 10 Christmas trees planted, an acre of land is saved. And so are American farmers' jobs. Plus, buying real Christmas trees help keep real holiday memories alive, folks, while helping our environment. Buy real Christmas trees this holiday season at Lowe's or wherever Christmas trees are sold. Get more information online at GetRealKeepItReal.com. Did you know you can listen to Freddie and Harry on the ESPN app? Just tap more and scroll down to live radio. Welcome to the best show on your radio. It's Freddie and Harry. It's ESPN Radio and Freddie and Harry everywhere you are on the ESPN app. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. 
Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. This is Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Vance, who is the biggest trash talker in your family? Man, gentlemen, I'd have to say it was my late father, VP, the original VP senior. But see, because here's the thing. He didn't only talk trash when we played basketball. He used them old man tricks, like pulling on your shirt. Yeah. And then he'd step on my foot when I tried to jump, talk about where you going. His car broke down. His car 3,000 pounds. So I'm trying to push it up the incline on gravel. He's like, well, you lift all them weights and stuff. You can't even push this car. I'm like, <laughs> 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 It is the Wednesday Groovathon known as Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on Sirius X and Channel 80. And always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. And what do the Carolina Panthers have to do with the Hunger Games movie trilogy? According to Joseph Person and Diana Rossini of The Athletic, Harry, people within that organization describe the culture as being like the movie The Hunger Games. What do I mean by that? I'll be glad to tell you. Some coaches and st- <laughs> Well done. Outstanding. Look at you. Soundtrack. Well done. (laughs) Some coaches and staff members allegedly went into business for themselves. Sources believe that some members of that organization texted the owner, David Tepper, about issues behind the coach, Frank Reich's back, and they went to great lengths to not only save themselves when it appeared that his job was in jeopardy, because at one point, general manager Scott Fitterer and an offensive coach reportedly discussed coaching ideas for rookie quarterback Bryce Young, and they did not even tell Frank Reich when he was the head coach. That tells me that Frank Reich wasn't the right guy for the job. He wasn't the right guy for the job. Because if you have things of that magnitude that are going going on behind the head coach's back, mm-hmm. then how could he have been the right guy for the job? How, That's a good Freddie? question. That's a good question. I don't have an answer for you on that one. I like really it's, don't. <laughs> I wish I did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I wish I did. I man. don't have an answer. Here's something else. It's amazing how, and I wonder how much of this has to do with a team that used to be, because right now, in my opinion, the Carolina Panthers are the worst-run organization in the National Football League. It's ironic that I believe they made the decision to terminate Frank Reich based on another team that used to be the worst-run organization in the NFL. And that was the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much. I don't wonder anymore. I got a pretty good sense of my gut, Harry. C.J. Stroud, D'Amico Ryans, and that first year success in Houston. And David Tepper said, you know what? Frank Reich's a mistake. I'm not keeping this mistake in the building. How much do I owe him? $30 million? Here's your check. No problem. He's on the hook for $70 million between two coaches who don't work for the Panthers anymore. Matt Rule, now in Nebraska, and Frank Reich, no longer in the National Football League. So if Frank Reich was not going to be the guy, if you don't believe whatever you want to read in that report, that he was not the right guy, David Tepper said, look, I got enough money to burn. I'm going to burn you, but I'm not going to keep that mistake in the building, and I wonder how much of the Houston Texans' success with their rookie head coach and their rookie quarterback played a factor in the mind of David Tepper to make that decision. 
let me tell you why it's a lot worse, in my opinion, too, though, Freddie, because when you look at the Houston Texans, you look at D'Amico Ryans, and he's a first-year head coach. On top of being the defensive-minded head coach, you look at C.J. Stroud, he is a rookie quarterback, a first-year quarterback in the National Football League. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to take it to another level. You look at Bobby Slowick, who's the offensive coordinator. He's a first-year offensive coordinator. Right. And those three guys have been able to figure it out. When you look at a guy in Frank Wright, who is the head coach or was the head coach of the Carolina Panthers, who they chose to come in, they chose him because he had a ton of experience, right? right. And it still didn't look right. That offense still couldn't get things right. Now, granted, I understand that, you know, you don't have the offensive line and you don't have the skill position players. But at the same time, remember that first preseason game that C.J. Stroud played? I remember mm-hmm. tweeting out, yeah. could they please get him out of there? Please. Yes, right. Because that offensive line was tr- terrible at that moment. No, you said it right the first they, time. They, they figured things out. They, they've been able to get guys healthy again, and they figured it out. They figured out the strengths, the pros, the cons, what they can do, what they can't do within that offensive system. And it's been able to work so much to the point that the Houston Texans are seven and five, mm-hmm. and I have them as one of the scariest teams in the AFC. Right. That them big boys don't want to play because of the three things I just mentioned: C.J. Stroud, D'Amico Ryan's, Bobby Slowick, the offensive coordinator. On top of that defense playing lights out football, and the young players on that side of the ball having a lot of production as well. When I look at the Carolina Panthers, uh huh. What do you? What don't you see? <laughs> Everything you could possibly name. Everything you could possibly name. Whatever you whatever you say, Freddie, I'm checking it off, probably. Everything. I had a chance to be on a podcast earlier today with Dimitri Ravenos. Does a great job in the Carolinas. He covers the Carolina Panthers. Does a great job, great job excuse me, covering Carolina sports. Also the assistant content director for Bad Sports Media. And we had a chance to talk about the Carolina Panthers being the worst run organization. How do you turn things around? How do you get that organization back on some kind of track? and almost made his ears bleed, even though he didn't want to hear it, if you're the Carolina Panthers, you better go get Jim Harbaugh. Mm. You better go get that guy from Michigan because we've seen what he has done turning around impossible situations and not only making them matter, but making them championship matter. He made Stanford football relevant when nobody thought that was going to happen in the 21st century, much less the 20th century. People didn't think that was going to happen in the 22nd century. And then the minute he got to the San Francisco 49ers, they weren't too far removed from what the Carolina Panthers look right now. And in his first year, he got them to the NFC Championship game, and they were two bad possessions in terms of special teams possessions from getting to the Super Bowl. You know what else he also does? And it's been proven in Michigan. Loyalty in spades. Mm-hmm. Even guys that didn't like him. The minute that he was out of San Francisco, they said, man, we need that guy back. They were that loyal and will play hard for him. You can talk about the khakis. You can talk about the quirkiness and whatever's gone on in Michigan, either whether he knew it or did not the know it. The assistant coach was crying on national TV. I love you, man. This is for you, coach. This is for you. You said he sounded like a Brian James. My he won the goodness. Uh, Harbaugh, this is for you. <laughs> man, this, crying this on Leave Sharon Moore alone. Man, crying on national TV, man. Yeah, leave Sharon Moore but, 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 alone. But, you, but I'm, I'm saying it in the sense of the loyalty, right? Mm-hmm. Now, my question for you, though, because when I look at a guy like Jim Harbaugh, I firmly believe that the Chargers don't make the playoffs. Brandon Staley's out. I, agree. I I don't think 
I agree. Um, the head coach in, the, in Chicago right now, I'm blanking on his name right now. I don't think Matt he's going to – Eberflus. I don't think Eberflus is going to be there. Sure. When I look at the Washington Commanders, that's another spot as well. Um, I'm trying to think. When I look at the New Orleans Saints, oh, that's think, another uh, that, spot. That's another spot. Dennis well, Allen is in trouble. I'm yeah, with you. I, I agree. He'll have his choice. Because and here's, here's what's going to be, I think, the cherry on top when it comes to Je- uh, Dennis Allen. Okay. He decided to bring Derek Carr there. It didn't. It, it hasn't looked right this season with Derek Carr. So that's going to be the cherry on top for him if they're not able to win this division and make the playoffs. Because I just left that building in the Superdome, and all I can hear, people, man, it's not supposed to look like this, man. Mm -hmm. We got a good roster. Mm -hmm. Hey, I hear you. Yeah, so do I. Harry Dogs, Freddie coming together, and Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio, that's another reason what you just said. If I'm the Carolina Panthers, I make that run to Jim Harbaugh. And you got to give him an offer he can't refuse. You got to give him – what he asked for, and you basically. Know, and, and, if you, and if you do that, because his track record has shown, not just loyalty with players, but he's been really, really good at finding coaches that can coach up people. Mm-hmm. It happened in Stanford. It happened in San Francisco. Lord knows we've seen it happen in Michigan, what they've been able to do. Not only can he spot talent and make that better with all those quirkies, quirky things that he has about him, but he's also really good at finding coaches that can coach up guys, especially at an NFL level. David Tepper, we know money is no object to him. If you want to stop being part of the Hunger Games and stop being hangry as an owner of having that organization, <laughs> you find a guy that can satisfy and put that kind of food on your plate when it comes to Jim Harbaugh. Is he worth the money? Absolutely, because he has shown at Stanford, at Michigan, and in San Francisco because it took four coaches before the 49ers got that right again when they brought in Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. Jim nope. Harbaugh... He is worth it. I know Michigan fans don't want to hear it. Ohio State fans are glad to hear it. But from the Carolina Panthers, do not allow him to look other places, like you said, Chicago, New Orleans, the Chargers, that have better situations than what you have. You give him what he wants, and that's going to get turned around, in my opinion, sooner or later in Carolina, so you're no longer part of the Hunger Games and having that situation with that organization. I also feel like a guy like Jim Harbaugh has been able to help develop guys that aren't the high class of athletes, right? The the yeah. the, the five stars of the National Football League, the the non first round, second round draft picks. He's been he's been able to get the best out of the guys that weren't drafted in those spots at the National Football League level. And also yeah. I would say recruiting mm-hmm. while at Stanford and at Michigan. Yeah. He he recruited some dudes at Stanford. He recruited a certain guy named Andrew Luck who if he decided to end his career short in the NFL, would probably be in, he's probably going to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame anyway, but he would have mm-hmm. been a surefire first guy. He was able to convince that guy to go to Stanford and really got everything in motion. There was another guy called Christian McCaffrey that decided to go there even after Harbaugh left and played under David Shaw. Yep. He knows how to find guys. He knows how to coach guys. Say what you want about Jim Harbaugh, but the man wins. If you're Carolina Panthers, <laughs> you need that in spades. Although it is ironic. The only team they've beaten this year has been the Houston Texans. The team that got their coach fired because mm. of their success. That's the only win for the Carolina Panthers, who Man. right now they have that title, the worst run organization in the NFL. In the NBA, he is Freddie, he is Harry Dawson, Freddie Cohen and Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. In the NBA, the two things the NBA got right with the in season tournament. One, the teams, two, this player. I'll tell you who that player is next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. 
the NBA's in-season tournament on ESPN Radio. The semifinals tip off tomorrow at 5 Eastern with the Pacers and Bucks, followed by the Pelicans and Lakers. Then on Saturday, the finals tip off at 8.30 Eastern, the NBA in-season tournament, live from Las Vegas on ESPN Radio, presented by Toyota. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. The NBA's in-season tournament on ESPN Radio. The semifinals tip off tomorrow at 5 Eastern with the Pacers and Bucks, followed by the Pelicans and Lakers. Then on Saturday, the finals tip off at 8.30 Eastern. The NBA in-season tournament, live from Las Vegas on ESPN Radio, presented by Toyota. It is the Wednesday Groovathon known as Freddie and Harry. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on Sirius XM Channel 80. And I always tell you, smart speaker, to play ESPN Radio. Harry Douglas, I'm telling you and everybody right now, I've given up on LeBron James of the Lakers. That's because <laughs> of the NBA in-season tournament. Here's why I'm giving up on LeBron James. I'm giving up on trying to find out when he's going to fall off that cliff. I'm done with trying to find that out. I've given it up. He played 40 minutes last night. He was the best player on the court that involved Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, and Devin Booker. He scored 15 of his 31 points in the fourth quarter. They beat the Phoenix Suns 106-103. to Now they're going to face New Orleans on Thursday in Las Vegas, part of the NBA NCAA Tournament Semifinals. The first game is Bucks versus Pacers. By the way, that coverage on ESPN Radio at 4.30 Eastern time and also on the ESPN app. Harry, I've given up. I'm not worried about when LeBron James is going to run that proverbial wall or when Father Time is going to take him out. I have given up. LeBron James, I see to the king. I mean, you got some of the most alpha male competitors in the world and if you give us an opportunity to play for something something meaningful um, with an incentive then you'll get what you're getting um so um, and i know the competitive nature of myself i know the competitive nature in this guy next to me and our dna that we're trying to build for this team so the end season tournament is what it is and we have an opportunity to you know, play on a big stage, be on national television, be able to represent our families and represent our, our cities and communities where we come from. I think the only guy that can stop LeBron James that do coughing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> that father he, time you see my it. face I when I heard it face. the first time? I was like, oh. oh, Lord. <laughs> that that may be the only thing that can stop LeBron James. Illness from other people. That sounds nasty. <laughs> Look, for LeBron to be doing what he, he's doing, man, the class of 03, talking about high school graduating class, a very special class, by the way. God, now 30, I feel old even more now. 31 points, 11 assists, two rebounds shy of a triple-double. Um, but for me, it's the basketball IQ. It's the basketball intelligence. And I'm glad we do have some of these cases where you can hear players mic'd up, right, and talk mm-hmm. about certain things. And there's a clip of him and Anthony Davis talking about things. And you just see the basketball cerebral of – of LeBron James. So my brother, ladies and gentlemen, is Tony Douglas, and he played in the NBA for eight years. He's overseas now. He had a chance to play with LeBron in Miami, right, on on those teams uh, with the Miami Heat. And my brother told me that LeBron James is the smartest basketball player he's ever been around because he sees things, and he's always two or three steps ahead of everybody else. He always sees things that not everybody else sees. And I I think – when when he was paired up with Rajon Rondo the year they won the oh, yeah. NBA championship. In the bubble issues. That was yeah. 
one of my favorite things to see because Rajon Rondo is it, it has the basketball IQ like that as well. Right. And for LeBron James at times to, you know what, I'm giving the ball to Rondo because he trusts him that much. It also tells you the intelligence that Rondo ha- has. Mm-hmm. But LeBron James, man, is on another level right now. And we keep wondering when father time is going to catch up to him. Right. It's just not happening. Yeah, he even it's said not about happening. That. He even said about that, and I quote, I want to continue to defy the odds. Continue to have this battle with father time that for so long has, everybody said has been undefeated. So I'm trying to give him one loss, end quote. Of course he's kidding. Of course he understands that. But the fact that he's still doing this at 39 years of age, we're never going to see this again. And we've seen it really twice in the last 12 months with Tom Brady in the NFL playing that mm-hmm. long at an elite level till he was 45, and LeBron James doing this the way he does it at 39 years of age. I've said for the longest time, and he keeps proving me, proving me correct every year, he's the greatest athlete that's ever played in the NBA, period. I know people want to say, what about Will Chamberlain? What about Michael Jordan? I'm talking about athleticism. Yeah, man, We've like never seen this. Size, athleticism, the explosiveness. Yes. Yeah, all of that. We're never going to see that again in that kind of form, in that kind of bundle. When it comes to LeBron James, he is the greatest athlete that's ever played in the NBA. LeBron, I've given up. I'm not trying to worry about when Father Time's going to knock you off. Play as long as you want for as many years as you want because whatever secret sauce you have, I want more of it just for my personal life. Well, I would say this, though. I think I think for all fans, and I'm a fan too, so I think we need to appreciate it and, and, and enjoy it to the fullest. Because think about this, though, Freddie. It is going to come a point where – we don't have the luxury of viewing this anymore. Absolutely. No right? Doubt. And it's not like it comes in your lifetime every five years. No. Yeah. This is a once-in-a-lifetime type of deal. And like you mentioned, yeah. we, were, we were able to have that with Tom Brady, and now we get it with LeBron James. Uh-huh. Tom Brady's no longer playing. Exactly. So I think that's even more of a reason why we need to appreciate LeBron even more. Even though Devin Kane want me to put him as the GOAT, sorry, Devin can't do that. It's Michael Jordan, in my opinion. He keeps this up, though. He's going to keep changing that conversation. He really is. The NBA got it right, the NCAA tournament, except for one thing. Jordan's on my feet. I get it. I understand it. You owe me. I'm I'm glad they got Lakers-Pelicans. We got Lakers and Zion Williams on the other side for the Pelicans on the first national stage like this in the NBA. Mm -hmm. I love the Pacers and Tyrese Halliburton. That brother is no joke. NBA needed Bucks versus Celtics. They needed Bucks versus Celtics. Yeah. As far as that goes, they they really really needed that when it comes to you get Bucks and Celtics, Lakers and Pelicans. Yeah, Tyrese Halliburton is great, but man, Bucks and Celtics on one side that could be an Eastern Conference Finals preview, and Lakers with LeBron James and Zion Williamson, the Pelicans on the other side. That's the only thing I'm missing. But as an NBA fan, I don't care. I'll take Tyrese Halliburton trying to do his thing against the Milwaukee Bucks. Hey, don't sleep on them Pelicans. Don't sleep on them. Yeah, hey, with, you know what? With Brandon Ingram, yeah. They can stay healthy, man. Ooh, Look out. don't sleep on them. Yeah. No, I disagree a bit here, Fred. I think this is actually a best-case scenario Why? for the for the NBA. Because okay. you get the star and you get the Lakers on one side. That's great. Right. Then you get Giannis on the other side, and then you have these two up-and-coming teams with the Pelicans and the Pacers. Like, you can save that Bucks and Celtics. That's going to be an Eastern Conference final. This is an opportunity now to get some shine on some organizations, some teams that you normally wouldn't have, or teams mm-hmm. that we don't expect to make it deep in the playoffs. I, I hear you. You're wrong, but I hear you as far as that goes. <laughs> He's you weren't you weren't time. listening. You weren't listening, Freddie. You weren't listening to his words. Like, like my man said, you weren't listening. Five. You better listen up when it comes to Buffalo and Elimination Game on Sunday. That's next. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio. 
You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.